We may be live. We are live. All right, all right. All right, well, greetings, uh, champion parents. Uh, welcome back to Mommy Talk. As always, we are here to share information and resources to inspire positive parental engagement. We are, hold on, we're real, relatable, and right on time. Dr. Pert, Miss April, and myself, Miss Lisa. Come talk to us, uh, chime in, you know, ask a question, you know, just, just come on and come on in and kick it with us. So today we are so excited. We have the one and only Mr. Horatio Williams of the Horatio Williams Foundation. He is a proud product of Detroit Public Schools. First of all, he's a champion parent. Gotta say that first. He's a champion parent. He is a proud product of Detroit Public Schools. He is a uh, alumni of Osborne. Uh, he began, yeah, he got, you know, got some good things going on. Uh, he began his um, early, or began in sports. He was a, a basketball player, a prominent basketball player uh, at Osborne. He had a promising future uh, to go pro as most uh, children or kids or young men want to do. He had a promising future until uh, fatal act, not fatal, Lord have mercy. Mm. Tragic. Give me a tra uh, accident, uh -huh. devastating accident. I'm having a devastating um, introduction right now. I'm sorry, <laughs> but he had a devastating um, accident, which led to, you know, some turns of events, but he had a epiphany at that time to do some wonderful things to give back to kids like himself. And um, I could definitely attest to him being a proud, uh, a wonderful asset to uh, the community. So uh, welcome, Mr. Horatio. Well, thank you for that great introduction. So I'm honored to be on Mommy's Talk and able to listen to some of the discussions people like to have on Mommy Talk and just giving back to the community. Yes, we definitely appreciate you for spending your evening here with us on Mommy Talk. So we just want you to get a little background about who Horatio Williams is and what influenced your decision to give back to the wonderful children of Detroit. Well, you know, growing up, I came from a center called the Eastside Center. And back when I was growing up, we didn't have all the games, so we was eager to get out the house. We did not want to stay in the house, so that was another safe haven for us in the community. And they taught us a lot, sports, uh, you know, everything was based off the sports part, and it was a state facility, so we got started doing that. Then uh, we, once they shut that down, we went over to Bustle Recreation Center on the east side, not bus on the west side, bus on the east side. Oh, it was a bus on the east side and west side? Okay. Yeah. Yes, yes, on Van Dyke and Kirchhoff. So we had a lot of our teachings there, a lot of our um, coming to Jesus talks there with the older guys, letting us know what's right and what's wrong. So it's just been a blessing, and I always wanted to do something to give back. You know, when you love people, you want to help people. And that's so important, too, uh, especially being the mother of a Black son um, and just of kids, uh, of children, period. That's very important um, to have people who selflessly give back. So thank you for all you do. Yeah, we definitely appreciate that. And mother of black 
two sons also. My sons, when they tell you, that's, oh, that's Horatio Williams. So we definitely appreciate what you pour back into Detroit children because, you know, being a product of Detroit and a product of Detroit um, public schools, students can look up to you and, you know, follow your um, greatness um, and the different ways that you contribute to the community. Well, I want to thank you for that. And I'm just, I'm just trying to do my part, you know, and, and make sure that your son have somebody he can talk to if he needs to talk to me. You know, I, hopefully I set a good example for him and other black men when they see me, I'm professionally dressed, I'm professionally doing things. And, mm -hmm. and I wanted to teach them all to do, you know, because at the end of the day, it's all about respect and how you treat other people. Mm -hmm. I see you treat somebody a certain way. I feel you do me the same way. Absolutely. Yeah, it's called, uh, what is it, the wheel? What what is it called? At least um, you want to watch this as you have under the one to you. That's what it is. Yeah. Don't burn your bridges. Yeah. <laughs> right. Fire right. free bridges. Yeah. So what are the different types of programs that you offer through your foundation? Well, actually, we was it was it was a blessing this summer to do um we had a virtual program mm -hmm. students this summer the last um six weeks and through the um pro mm -hmm. young Detroit um, talent that we was able to get them paid to go to participate in this and it was just a great this our third year doing it but this year was virtual it was a great experience to know that they can make some money and learn some things through the community through the um, internet and and be able to buy their school clothes be able to get they pay their own phone bill for a chance I know a lot of us do what we can for our kids but that phone bill no that's all <laughs> Trust me, they will make sure they pay that before they do anything else so they can stay connected to the world now. But it's mm -hmm. just it's just a blessing. We had that. Then we have robotics. We have um, we just finished our second and third grade reading program. We had four students every hour for three hours a day, and we worked on them on reading and writing. They had to be in the second and third grade. And I just think it's very important to, to get in touch with these kids from second and third grade so they can read and comprehend. A lot of times, young black men can't read and comprehend, then they shut down. And once they shut down, they just give up. But at the end of the day, if we can stick with them, let them know it's all right, that you don't understand now, but let's keep repeating this and going over and over with it. And once we do that, we can, um, we can, we can help you. You know, we can find out what a problem is, we can help you. And a lot of times, we never hit the problem. We always look over the problem. So we had we had that issue going on this summer. So we got a culinary yeah. program. We have a janitorial program we have now for the building. We have the robotics, ACT, SAT testing. We have a writing program. So we have a variety of programs and performing arts program here. Mm -hmm. So we have enough activity over here, trust me. They wear me out. Okay. So you know what, I wanted to add also, um, I do like the fact that uh, your program is not geared toward just a specific uh, type of child, if you will. Um, and I do, I love the fact that you uh, reach out to, uh, you know, you give all students the opportunity. A lot of times, you know, me as a special ed teacher, a lot of times our students are overlooked. And so I know that you specifically work with a lot of uh, uh, students that have uh, varying, uh, various uh, disabilities, you know, so that's uh, that's a great thing. Well, you know, yeah. 
over the years, I've seen that a lot of kids that had a, some type of learning disability or, or some some type of issue, um, you know, they gave up on them. They never was able to say, hey, we got a college here for you or this or that. So basically it's just job training or you figure it out. So we wanted to target them kids so we can help them with jobs. We have a six, we had a six week program this summer and we was able to place kids in jobs. They was working at um, Quicken Loans in the parking structure. They was working at a janitorial department before the COVID stuff came out. So now we got a lot of kids getting different trades and working at different restaurants and doing different things. And they cope and now they making money they can provide for themselves. So that's my goal. Yeah, that's important. That's important. We have a, um, a viewer. I hope I'm pronouncing it right. It's Rajana Johnson. Rajina. Regina, okay. And said so he um I coached a basketball team and we met at the Horatio Center. They loved it. Horatio built strong relationship with my students and they wanted to thank you for that, Regina. Thank you, Miss Regina. Mm -hmm. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. And then we want to send a shout out uh, to Rhonda Costa Ellis. Hello. And then also um Latrice Eason um uh, Worthy. Thank you for tuning in. Yeah, thank you. And I just want to say, hey, Rondrina, remember, she came and supported our um, workshop that we provided for parents. So we appreciate you. And also, we appreciate all of our other um, people who are tuning in. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Yep. So um, what is a typical day like for you, um, Mr. Williams? I know you're really busy, you got a lot going on, but what is a typical day like for you? Well, I try to teach the young people that's been working here I make a challenge to them. You come to work on time, you late. So I'm always going to be the first one here. And I'm always going to be the last one to leave. Okay. So what I do when I get here, I just try to see what some of the needs that we need around um, the facility. I make sure all the trash is up. We clean the building. Then I get into, um, I own the transportation company. That's how all this stuff really runs. That's the engine. So I get up and make sure everybody doing what they supposed to do. I meet with both of my managers. Once all that's done, then I focus on the um, transportation part. Again, at 12, then I go back into the foundation um, part and just see what we can do with the grants, see where our strengths are at, what type of fundraising we have to do to create more programs for the kids. And that's what panned it out for my second and third grade program we did last uh, we did last summer so that's our goal is to find programs that we can strengthen our youth with and that's what we have been doing yeah well that's awesome it just seems like your whole day and your whole life has been centered around mentoring and cultivating our youth which is definitely a gift and a blessing because like we said we know a lot of students and we know that you have blessed and assisted a lot of students within Detroit uh, reach their goals or reach their next potential. And then just like um, Ms. Lisa was saying, you have variant programs available to assist with um, diff the different students. Cause you know, um, with Detroit Public School and as being a teacher, you know, we have just a diverse group of students and it's good that you provide programs that can assist all of them. Yeah. Our doors is open to all students, you know, so we're not turning away no students. I'm not turning away nobody that want to come in here and talk to me. I don't care who it is. Hey, I'm going to give you a few minutes and we can talk and see. <laughs> we can see if we need to ha have another meeting and see how serious you are. <laughs> right. you oh, know. that's cool. That's yeah. cool. Right. Yeah, 
but I'm not turning away nobody. Oh, that's awesome. And is this also good that you're able to um, modify your programs? Like you said, you know, usually have your programs at your facility and due to COVID, you know, a lot of things were shut down. So you said you ran your program virtually this time via Zoom, which is, you know, additional blessing because you were still able to captivate those students and not just leave them at home, you know, just scattered. So you were able still to, they were able to still pay their phone bill, <laughs> buy them some Yeezys. Yeah, you know what they do, you know what they do. But you know, the blessing part was this summer, seeing somebody for six weeks on, on a camera, then you finally see them in person when we had the picnic. We had a social distance picnic. Mm -hmm. and it felt so good to just see all these different kids from different areas. We had Osborne, U Prep, a kid from Liggett. We had kids from area, Gross Point South, I mean, north i mean we just we just had a great group of kids and be able to see them all get together and fellowship it was a blessing mm -hmm. nice nice yes i want you know so speaking of uh kids and influences and all that good stuff um uh and i'm not sure if we had that in the questioning but how does your uh as a champion parent how does your son fit into what you do well you know it's it's a very loving relationship <laughs> But I try to push him and I got to realize he's only 21. So I told him when I was 21, I got back home from college and I, I was not at my mom's house. I just kept moving, moving, moving. It just came from hard work and trying to instill in him just hard work, hard work, hard work. You got to get up. Man. You gotta, if I ask you to be somewhere, somebody asks you to be there, be there 15 to 20 minutes ahead of time. Just don't get there at the time they ask you to be there. They're not going to take you serious. You know, anything can happen. But the relationship is there. He want to run a foundation. He want to do all this. He got all the dreams of that. But first, you got to work and do it. Then we take the next steps. That's good. <coughs> good guidance. Yeah. I'm sure you provide a wonderful role model, not only for your son, and like you said, for other students. You know, And it's good. Like you said, it's there, good to be there early. Because if you're on time, you're late, essentially. Yeah. You know, and I know I can work on my time skills, so I need to make sure that I'm necessarily <laughs> as opposed to on time. <laughs> well, I, I, I don't yeah. give I don't give him no breaks. When he come here, he's just like the rest of the kids. You know, mm -hmm. I'm gonna do something. I'm ask you to do it. If you mm -hmm. don't know how to do everything I'm asking you to do, how can I leave something in your hands? Mm -hmm. And I'm not gonna ask you to do something that's not right. So to be a part of something, you gotta understand it. And that's what I try to get to him. You know, I, I tell you that because I love you. And I don't want you to do anything wrong. And I tell all the kids that I love them. You know, why well, I'm going to tell you something wrong. So just listen to me, follow the path, and you'll be all right. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, definitely. So what's the most rewarding aspect of what you do? Oh, man. I had a kid play my second chance game. He didn't have a scholarship. And um, he came back. He got a scholarship from the game and came back. And he was now he's an attorney. He's an agent. He's living his dream through the resource. And he came back and actually was aired on the news just to hear how he felt about it. And I don't think about it because I'm always helping kids, and that's my passion. I don't need to be patted on the back. I just want to help. And I have a lot of success stories. I mean, I got three or four kids in the NBA, NFL that came through the program that I mentored. So I'm going to be honest with them. They know one thing they don't get is honesty out of me. I'm not going to, mm -mm. I'm not going to sugarcoat them to tell you the truth. 
if you're doing something wrong, I'm going to tell you. If you're doing something right, I'm going to tell you. So at the end of the day, they respect that. They know I don't want anything from them. I just want to love on them and help them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that definitely is rewarding. Like I know as a teacher, when you see students come back, I'm like, well, you know, Miss McDaniel, you know, I appreciate you did this, this and that. You don't even remember what you did, but you just appreciate the fact that you were able to be instrumental in their life. So that's really important, you know, because we, we all play roles and we all influence. But I know my most rewarding thing, and as you said, um, is when students come back and, you know, and you're able to converse with them and see how they've grown, how they've grown and developed into, you know, positive young men and women. Yeah, you know, we had some kids, we didn't think they were going to make it. But I know, I had some too. I had one student, I didn't think he was going to, uh, I didn't think he was going to, he was in college. He was like, I don't even know how he got my cell phone number, but I was appreciative for him calling. He just wanted to thank me for being tough on him as an English teacher. This is when I was teaching back at Cody, because it was able for him to get through his English class when he got to college. And I was like, okay, yeah. So that was awesome. Yeah, and, it, and you know, it's a great feeling when you know you impact other people's lives. Mm-hmm. And you're giving them the right direction and, and they're moving in the right direction and they feel comfortable of coming back and asking you for some type of advice. And I get that all the time. You know, I, I deal with a lot of young men. What you think about this, H? I want to do this, I want to do that. Then I just give it to them. You know, we sit down mm -hmm. and talk. And once they get done talking to me, they understand my vision and what I'm trying to do. And they respect it. So they're not going to drift off. They're going to they gonna follow the path. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yep, definitely. So um, how can people find out what's going on um, at your foundation? Is there like a Facebook page, a Twitter page, or do you have a website? Yeah, we have a website, HoratioWebFoundation.org. Mm -hmm. um, I, um, I don't know the Facebook or the Instagram. I don't operate. I don't even know how to get on it. So, <laughs> so we have the kids run it. Follow this link, and I'll, I'll post it in the uh, comments as well. We're okay. gonna help you with the ratio. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm technology. I, I'm not technology savvy on that, but I always try to get some results, some good results and stuff. Like this weekend, we teamed up with um, Fiat Chrysler, and we was able to give away 17 um, produce boxes in the neighborhood for the community. Awesome. We took it to the seniors that couldn't make it, and they was very, very appreciative of it. It's a blessing to be able to help people and the little things that we can think, corn, cabbage, um, squash and all that go a long ways. And it was out there waiting, you know, they was waiting to get it. So that was a blessing there to be able to do that and team up with Fiat Chrysler to do it. So it was just a blessing. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm sure they're appreciative. You know, right now during this, um, we're social distancing and, you know, everybody need resources and it's good that you're able to provide resources. So are there any, any programs that's going to go on in the fall or are you all holding off to um, see what's, you know, will be opening or closing or? Well, you know, our doors are open. It's just based on the governor letting us know what we can do. Our doors is open and all our, and all our programs are free. So it's just up to the parent being responsible, getting on the internet, getting their kid involved. But however they do it, whichever way they do it, we are open. We're trying to educate the kids, and you know we want to we want to we want to support all the kids. You know they want to we want to call a half a day. So if you want to bring your kids from the morning to the noon, that's fine. From the noon to the evening, that's fine. You have two options. So. Mm -hmm. And our staff together. Okay, drop them off in the morning and stay to the evening. It's either or. Either or. 
Okay. <laughs> you got to tell the parents that because they'll just be yeah. trying to drop them off. <laughs> Trust me, when we put it on the website, it will be called half a day. So they understand it's a half a day. <laughs> yeah, I wanted to I wanted to bring up uh, uh, the different types of um, things that you do, you know, with the kids as far as like the entrepreneurial um uh, you have people come in and present um, inspiration for them if they want to be entrepreneurs, uh, chefs. Um, I know kid, you got a guy who did a presentation before. He had he now has a famous T-shirt, um, and I, I don't I'm not gonna name every, each and everything, but I, I like that you have such a variety of things that you're, uh, especially the entrepreneurship. You know, I think that's so important, especially right now. Um, I think a lot of people have been, you know, a lot of talents have been brought out of people. And so being able to be an entrepreneur is very um, important. Um, being able to tap into your own special gifts and your own skills. Um, and you, I think you did a lot of that this summer because I popped in, you know, I popped in a few of your uh, virtual sessions uh, with GDYT. Okay. Well, the goal this summer was every day to, to have an entrepreneur come on and talk to the kids for an hour. So we tried to target what did they like, you know? So we had from firefighters to bloggers to yes. business owners, I mean, designers. We had that for around about 30 some days. We had a different one come on every day and talk to them. So we didn't want to leave no kid out. If you don't want to be a nurse, we're going to make sure you a nurse come on and talk to you. If you want to be a school teacher, we had a school teacher. You know, whatever you wanted to do, we, we custom the program and what the kids wanted to do. We had 40, I mean, we had 50 kids. So we had tried to have different speakers every day for the kids. And every kid is different, you know? Everybody's not gonna be an engineer or a doctor or a lawyer. And you know, these kids are very creative. I mean, dealing with them, they're very creative. They may have some type of disability or something, but they're very creative. And I like that because whatever they want to do, they're not ashamed of that's what they want to do. You know, they're not yeah. living because of their friends feel this way, that way. No, they are totally different. So it's been an honor and a, and a blessing to be able to work with them. Yeah, definitely. Yes. Because like I said, our, our kids are different. And just because somebody want to be an entrepreneur versus maybe um, a blogger doesn't mean that they're any less successful. Everybody is different. And we have to just use our resources to introduce them to different um, variants so that they can, you know, know, you know, the different tools it takes to follow that certain career path. Exactly. So next time we, we put the program together, we're going to have you as a speaker talk about the makeup line, the beauty. Oh, makeup. yeah. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. I definitely have my stuff together, too. You know, I'm kind of shy, but I'm going to get it. <laughs> but trust me. Together. <laughs> we'll be shy until the kids get to ask you the questions that you're playing right on in. <laughs> I will. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, people usually say that they're shy. They're usually not shy. I I think that I am shy. I'm just a little. I mean, I'm getting better, but I am shy. <laughs> shy. Yeah. She can't be shy when mommy's talk. <laughs> <laughs> I know mommy talk has provided me with an awesome opportunity. Like I say, I've never realized how, you know, I was shy and then I never thought I'll be here today. So I'm thankful for the mommy talk team and my mommy talk sisters and a mommy talk platform. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So Mr. Williams, so what's next for you? What can we look forward to? Well, actually we're working on, um, <clears throat> 
we working on a, a couple of collaborations with the state and uh, different organizations to give some more opportunities on job training. We're trying to open up a um, truck driving school for the for the kids, you know, from the age of 18 to on up. So we got different programs. We're trying to target uh, the financial literacy part. We're trying to target because the most thing, most important thing, when you do get some money, what you gonna do with it? So we want to give them some opportunities to know how to put their money up or make some goals. You know, if, if I'm making this, I'm gonna save. We're gonna treat it like tithe. You know, save ten percent in the church. You know, just like you give ten percent every Sunday. Just save ten percent, and before you know it. You have a little egg nest together. So when you want to go purchase your car, get you a house, you done made all this money. You don't have nothing saved up. Then now you're sitting here asking everybody, did, you know, do you a favor, but you didn't do yourself, your own self a favor. So my thing is we'll make you accountable. You do, and that's what we do here. We make all these kids be accountable. If you did something wrong, you got to stand and be accountable for it. We're not going to keep saying you didn't do that. You did do it. So be accountable for it. Let's talk about it. So you want to do it again. I need you to repeat that one more time. Uh, when people ask you, y'all know I'm always asking somebody to repeat something. Repeat that one more time. When people ask people to do them a favor, that whole, please. Well, you know, it's a lot of times when people want a favor, they don't want to be accountable for what they have done to get in that situation. Mm -hmm. Get in that situation. So if you know you want something, prepare for it. It's just like anything right. in life, you know? But don't wait until it come and you done spent your money and did something else with it. Now you want to come to your auntie, your cousin, friend. If they don't do it, you mad at them, but they was accountable. Not their fault. Yeah, they made their own. They, they, they put their savings together. Now, if they don't do it, you can't get mad at them because they didn't do it. Be accountable for what you can control. That's right. When we can control something, we lose track of what we're doing. Mm -hmm. and, and dealing with kids, they had their own agenda, what they want to do besides growing up. Everybody want to be grown, but when it's time to make some grown decisions, they don't, they can't make the right decision. Mm -hmm. my son, Hello. My son want to be grown. He got a speeding ticket, ham tram. First thing he said, you going with, no, you grown. <laughs> right. right. What I'm going for? You may know him. No, nope. I don't well, know. Him. <laughs> right. Yeah. So at the end of the day, it's just making them accountable and learning. You know, we all love all of them. You know, y'all teacher, y'all love all y'all students. You know, at the end of the day, they got to make a better decision when they leave that school. That's right. You know, the school is a safe haven, but once you leave the school, now you're out into the real world. You know, so you got to deal with yeah. things different. You don't know that how they living at home or what's going on at home. So that's a whole different task and a whole different project. So we got to look at all that stuff when we evaluate how a kid is performing and what they doing. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. Very good. good. That's a real talk. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Cause you know, the thing is we need to make sure we hold them accountable because that's how they learn. You know, everybody make mistakes, but it's what you do after your mistake. Exactly. And how you help well you hold yourself accountable and how you, you know, just bounce back and you know, just learn from the yeah. mistakes that you've made. Just yeah. like and then I just wanted to point out the communication piece. Um, you know, a lot of things that you said today, uh, basically again, just reiterating for our champion parents. Um, that communicating with your uh, children is very, very important. Um, whatever it is, um, we have to keep the lines of communication open. Mm 
So. Yeah, especially when a kid leave your household, I think it's more important to talk to them every day. Yes. Then, then you get on their nerve when they living with you. You know, your daddy, you drive me crazy. I don't want to hear it no more. But as soon as they get on their own, they call you every day. I'm now you get on my nerve. What you want? You know what I mean? Leave <laughs> me alone. You're gone. But it's so important to talk to them because they got to make some grown decisions now, and they don't know. Nope. So kids just don't know they end up making a bad decision because you don't have a relationship with your parents or your dad or your mom. You're scared to talk to them. So I encourage every parent to build a relationship with their child where they feel comfortable to talk to them. It, 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 it don't take long. But if you don't talk to your kid, you're going to get some type of phone call that you're not going to want. So at the end of the day, build that relationship with them. They're grown. They're out here with some adults. They're 18 dealing with adults, 20, 30, 40, 50 years old. So they don't, they don't know anything. So the thing is to protect our child is to educate our child. Definitely. So Regina asks, is the foundation sponsored by state funding to start a new program? Um, no, no. Tell her if she knows somebody can help us, we will love it. No. You hear that, Regina? <laughs> yeah. yeah. But no, just resources. Um, we have different resources. We um we do a lot, we do a lot of fundraising. We do do some stuff with the state. We do some stuff with the um, city of Detroit. You know, we always seeking funding so the kids can come here free. I don't think no kids should have to pay for education. Mm -hmm. Amen. I agree with that. Yep. And um, Miss Shorter, Lakeisha Frank, Franklin Shorter, she's a much needed community resource. Thank you for supporting Detroit young adults. And uh, Rashia Barnes. Messing up people. Hey, Rachel. That's one of me and uh, Miss Parts' old students. Hi, my sugar. Oh you. my God, is that Rachel? Yeah. Hi. Oh my God. I wonder how her uh, child looks. Okay. Yep. She's in here in the comments, so she's watching. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. No, don't you see how y'all touch their lives? Uh -huh. that, they remember. Yeah. This that's, is that's so one of our sugars too. Look. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. So is there any final thoughts that are encouraging words, supportive words that you would like to leave? Um, we definitely, you know, you gave us a lot of nuggets, but anything you would like to leave and leave off on a final thought? Well, I just think everybody should really evaluate what's happening now in the world and understand. I know we say Black Lives Matter. I think it's a time now where we need to stick together and be accountable for certain things that we do. So at the end of the day, let's love on each other, you know? And I tell my son every day, I love you, man. You know, we talk, I love you, you know? Sometimes he don't say nothing back to me because I beat him down early that morning. But at the end of the day, he know I'm, he know I'm here. And I have, I have kids too that come here. They know that too, you know? At the end of the day, I, I'm loving on anybody that's coming in my path. And my thing is, if you, can, if you love people, you will help people. So just everybody just take all the anger, you know, all this other stuff out of their heart and just, just reach out and love somebody, you know, at the end of the day. That's what it's all about. You know? Go ahead. Let me hear you say it, uh, Mr. Williams. Reach out and touch somebody. <laughs> no, you know the song I like by Marvin Gaye, Let's Just Save the Children. Say oh, that's nice. Can you sing a little bit of it? I don't know. I don't know it, but yeah. <laughs> I 
back in my other life, I wish I knew how to sing, but <laughs> just, mm -hmm. say the, just say the children. I mean, you know, let's, if everybody do their part, we'll have a healthy community and healthy relationships. When I was growing up, everybody in the neighborhood knew everybody and knew who was doing what they was doing or whatever, and they didn't have no problem telling you doing something wrong. Right. So, that's what we need to get back to where we can talk to a kid and don't be intimidated by a kid and just yes. let them know. Oh, I talk to him. I don't be intimidated by him. I mean, I'd be like, excuse me, but you know, I, 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 I'm not necessarily, I guess that's the teacher in me. Yeah. So I talk mm -hmm. to him. <laughs> but you know, I think over the years something had gotten lost, you know, with the parents, you know, because people stopped loving on kids like they became impatient and disgusted at certain behavior. So they, you know, they acted as such. And so, you know, you have parents who were maybe paranoid and like, well, you ain't gonna talk to mines. And, you know, so the village got lost. You know, so we definitely, yeah, definitely got to get that village back. If you approach my kids with love, you can you know, get them together. As long as I can see the love, you know, and you're not trying to harm them or anything like that, I, I don't mind, you know, get, say something, save them, and save see, the children. See, the thing is, by y'all being educators, y'all have a tough job because when a kid is at home and if he's not doing what he's supposed to do, he always getting punished. Then he come to school and he don't do what he's supposed to do. You punish him again. So he, he just shuts down. He's like, I can't go nowhere and be myself besides me getting shut down. Mm -hmm. Once he gets shut down, he just feel like nobody cares about him. Nobody loves him. So at the end of the day, now you take taking a nice young man, a nice young lady. Now they're being rebellious and doing things that they shouldn't be doing. Then they come up with some bad decisions. So I go just to reach out with him and just, and just love him. I'm not kicking no kid out. Because that's what he may do. I'm not putting no kid on punishment. I may get a little loud with him so they know I care about him. But at the end of the day, if I do that, I'm repeating what they, what's happening at home. Mm -hmm. Then they can't wait to get out of home so they can go come to school and do what they got to do. They're in a different world. So, you know, Really care. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny. When y'all get by yourself, really listen to that song. I mean, I'm going to listen to it too because I didn't even know he had a song. You know, I know about the what's going on, the sexual healing, and all that extra stuff. I'm going to have to listen to that one. Right. I'm going to put it in the comments. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, I really enjoyed this interview. Um, with you, Mr. Horatio Williams. I'm sure our listeners and um, our people who are watching, our supporters enjoyed this. We really appreciate you. Please, everyone, exercise your right to vote and make sure you complete your census and be safe and wear your mask. Use hand sanitizer and remember to follow the CDC guidelines to practice effective social distancing. Thank you for everyone for an awesome interview, our wonderful uh, Facebook Live audience for tuning in. Mommy Talk, thank you for the comments. Continue to visit our website and social media platforms at Mommy Talk Network. Until next time, continue to love yourself and love your children. Take care. Thank you all for listening.